Avril Lavigne would come in and say, why you got to go and make things so complicated? Let's Seems see the way you're acting like you're somebody else. Get to me frustrated. frustrated. Life's like, like this. this. When you fall, fall and you crawl and you, crawl, and and you, you break, break and you take it and you get what you turn you into. Honestly, if I was me, you never come back. You make it. Brian Case, first, welcome back to Brian and Me. It's a podcast. Good to be back. I'm glad that you're here. So last week we talked a lot about basketball. We talked a lot about March Madness. Did you listen? I did. I did listen to the podcast. It was a very good one. Um, nice. Uh, any podcast that I'm not on is a very good one. Oh, so. no, don't. No, don't do that. No, Brian. No, that's not right. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Did you hear the shade? that Robbie sent your way and not even just to you, but trying to insult an entire region of people in terms of delicacies, in terms of, yeah, he's, he's on that. Like, listen, I'm, I'm, first of all, I've lived in North Carolina less than a year. (laughs) So like, I'm not some like, uh, you've insulted North Carolina barbecue, uh, you know, prepare to die. I'm not like, a Nigo, I'm not going to go in Nigo Montoya. I am Brian here. Caves. <laughs> you have insulted <laughs> my state's cuisine. Funny enough, my favorite, our favorite barbecue place here is actually a Texas style barbecue place anyway. So mm. he's probably, vinegar based, right? Yes. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's not. Um, what is Texas, it? What's Texas barbecue is usually like, the seasoning on the meat tends to be like very simple. Usually like salt, pepper, oh, uh, usually okay. like, use like sauce on the side, more beef than anything else. They like their brisket and, and stuff like that, which I, I'm a sucker for good brisket. We had a beef rib. Mm. We went to a barbecue, but we took our out of town guests, uh, to, to John G's to John G's, yeah. um, over the weekend. And yeah, I got a beef rib and it was, one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. Like it was that beats the potatoes and corned beef. Let me tell you, although I did have corned beef and cabbage today, it was great. We're recording on St. Patrick's day and we're going to go crazy. Uh, One nice thing though, about March. Well, I'm glad you listened. I'm glad your friend from Ireland, not only took you away from the show, which is probably a positive for you. And uh, also gave you the chance to go and show them around, go to the places you like to go to and mm-hmm. show them a good time. And you are a gracious host as I've, uh, as I've known personally, when I came down to visit you and Alyssa. Um, one thing that's happening right now though, is the weather in Ohio is turning for the better where you're in Charlotte. So it's already at the better point, <laughs> but weather's finally turning. I want to, I want to take a moment. This is kind of like a soapbox one of the best moments every year. And I love the cold. I'm a big fan of hoodies and winter and winter caps and all that stuff. So like Elsa, the cold never bothered you anyway, never bothered me anyway. Right. Right. Was that Elsa? That was Elsa. That was Elsa. Great job, Brian. Wait, wait, wait a lock down that Disney reference, man. I've not seen that one actually. So, Oh, you have it. Oh, gosh. Well, I've not seen Frozen. No. I could reenact the entire thing for you. We'll do that next episode. I have to clear it with the lawyers first and Disney and all that stuff. But the, one of the things I love, and there's so much happening in the world, right? There's so many horrible things you could think about. 
war, famine, poverty, racism, uh, misogyny, all these different things that are awful. And I don't like, there's a moment where it just kind of, at least for a few minutes, just fades away. And that's when the weather gets nice. That's when the weather finally gets nice after it's been cold. The first few warm days of the year where the window's down mm-hmm. and I am just blaring whatever turn of the millennium <laughs> punk band <laughs> that I'm listening to at the time, even just going to the grocery store. Like I, at home, I've got three kids, a dog, a cat, responsibilities, stuff like that. But when I'm even going to the grocery store, those first few days of the summer or not summer, but spring or the, just the temperatures going up, uh, just, just hits differently. It could be the same album I listened to last week with the windows up and the heat on and all that, but it just hits differently. You're just like, oh, this is not, I'm not thinking about gas prices or, or anything else. And maybe it's from a place of privilege, but just for even like five minutes driving to the store, I can barely get two songs finished the time it takes me to get there. It just, mm, it just feels so good. You're throwing on like uh, I assume it's something like uh, Missouri Cantar uh, from <laughs> AFI. Uh, of course you're in. Of course you're in the minivan because that that kind of completes the entire picture here. You have to be. You have to be blasting the uh, turn of the millennium punk on mm-hmm. from the from the windows of a minivan. Yeah, um, I'm listening to uh, Baby. I'm an anarchist in a 2017 <laughs> Toyota Sienna. <laughs> Yep. When it, but when it came time to throw bricks to that Starbucks window, <laughs> you left me all alone, all, all alone. alone. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I, I wasn't listening to that one today. But in the other day, I it was no, I was listening to New Wave, which is probably more representative of me driving a Toyota Sienna. Yeah, a <laughs> being at New Wave, I was listening to that one with uh with my son in the car, which was great. So now Hell he's yeah. he's singing stop. Take some time to think. He's been singing. He's been just that first part. Stop. Take some time to think because it's just such a catchy beat. Oh yeah. That he's just at home. He's just like. All of a sudden, you hear him going something like, "No mother ever dreams that a daughter still grow up to be a junkie." And he's like, "Son, let's see about junkies." We used to be really. That's the whole point of the story. But since we're on this topic we used to be really careful with what we listened to. Like I wouldn't want to listen to anything with curse words, anything like that with the kids in the car. I wouldn't do it, but maybe it was the third kid. May, uh, maybe Amy and I, our, our brains just shifted. We're like, you know what? I'd rather them hear it from us. And then they can ask us what the word is instead of them hearing it for the first time at school or from a friend saying or something like that. So forget it like i'm not putting kendrick on or anything but i'll put on like uh an against me album or some sort of punk album and if they curse i don't care and it doesn't you know it used to bother me with the kids car it doesn't bother me anymore i just and usually when we're in the car anyway it's it's a mixture of amy's music and my music and amy's music is not really getting into any expletive (laughs) expletives or anything like that but we're just we're over it we're like forget it no it's just Taylor, you know, Taylor will throw something out there every once in a while. Taylor throws some shade. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's got so, so Brian, are there any things that you like to usher in the change of the seasons? Is there something that really just, when you hear this or feel this or see this, you're like, 
Yeah. Yeah, this um, is it. I think it's I think it's definitely the start of baseball season. Oh yeah. I'm rocking my the, Guardians cap right yeah, now, by the way. Like start up like I love baseball. So the start of the like the first time I get to go to an outdoor sporting event and maybe wear like short sleeves yeah maybe even jeans still but like short sleeves or i bring like a light jacket and can take it off at some point you know something Oof. like that like that. that's good weather when you go to you a know, night game at seven and you start with the t-shirt by the end you can wear that light jacket. It's a little a little bit chilly but it's still oh it's you know this we're getting into the scene from uh, miss congeniality right like april 25th because all you need it's not too hot it's not too cold all you need is a light jacket <laughs> Um, exactly exactly but no i mean it's it's that i think it's like i don't know man that that, those are the biggest ones for me i think and then just finally like going outside and cracking a beer going Mm. outside and like we you know we have a front porch now so on our place here so going outside sitting on the front porch and having a beer sitting outside we've sat outside and had like dinner a few times or just you know whatever so yeah it's the changing of the seasons now we're we're also preparing here i know it gets hot in ohio but it doesn't stay hot as long as it will here it's gonna yeah. it's gonna get uh it's gonna be pretty warm here eventually so we're trying to enjoy Toasty. the uh the time right now like today was a really nice temperature this afternoon when i texted you because mm-hmm. um, it was 69 degrees here nice um and brian elijah was sending us thirst trap pictures of how nice it was in michigan He's an attractive well, man. Brian's any an pic- attractive any pictures man. of him, yes, yeah, is, is a thirst trap. He's, you know, um, but he, he, has, he is a thirst trap and he is a great guy and he is available also. So uh, message us at Brian me on Instagram and Twitter and we will get you the hookup, preferably somebody in the central Michigan area. <laughs> yeah, that's probably probably a good call. But mm. no, I mean, I think just. I'm stoked. Like it's, it's just, a, it's, it's a time of year that I, that I love like the, you get a slight chill in the morning, mm. but then by mid afternoon, you can go outside and go for a nice walk. It's, it's a beautiful That's good thing. That's good living. And living in somewhere where it's cold, I can appreciate the warm more than you can appreciate the warm. Although with your winter, I did love that you had a lot of snowstorms in the winter. Yeah, I thought three, we, we had three weekends in a row where it snowed. <laughs> oh, and every weekend it felt better and better up here in Ohio. Just sure, mentally. Sure I, I'm, I'm, what I'm trying to say is I took, I took great enjoyment in your, in your downfall. Schadenfreude is a hell of a thing. Isn't it? Um, so is Brian, me, the podcast your mother warned you about. Let's go ahead and, Get on with the show. Let's do it. Right, me is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome, boys and girls, to Bright Me, where podcasts we talk about soccer and other things, other podcasty things. You already heard. Brian Caves is back. Hey, Brian, welcome back again. Uh, hey. Robbie, thank you so much for being on the show. Had a lot of positives from you coming on the show. A lot of people really enjoyed it. Felt pretty enthralled by the stories that you shared. And also because I didn't talk as much. I can read between the lines. Um, but I'm happy to have you back, Brian. Um, back on the show because we've got, we've got some soccer and podcasty things to talk about today. And we're going to do it. We're actually going to talk about, wait for this, everybody. 
we're going to talk about the Columbus crew. We're actually going to talk about, whoa, three weeks into the season, we're going to discuss a little bit on field, mostly off field, because there are a couple things, one directly related and one kind of directly related that folks might not be thinking about. And then we're going to go into the NWSL schedule. It was released. And now them waiting until a month before the season starts to release it is just a joke that everyone's fine with. And even the league is fine with making the jokes instead of, you know, getting the schedule out in a more manageable time frame. But we're going to talk about that, the athletes from Chicago, and it's going to be really great. And then we're going to end the show with your questions, your topics, your podcast ideas on hashtag ask bam we're a lifestyle brand and we're going to fix your life but before we do any of that life fixing we're going to go through the little score rundown that we love to do every single episode of our show the final rundown. rundown we're gonna get sued by europe not the eu i was gonna say the whole continent, the I, think whole continent. Got, I think the whole continent's got they got a whole they got some other things to I worry about our right show, now. i think if our show gets over to there Either we're going to help them get to peace or the EU is going to sanction us too. Um, either way. By the way, full support for Ukraine, those Russian folks. 100%. Free Brittany Griner also, for the love of the God. Support but support also for the people in Russia that have right. like taken to the streets. that are the, innocent, the protesters, the innocent bystanders. You see the former newscaster. There's a former yeah. newscaster who jumped onto the state air holding like a sign and stuff. That's that person's going to end up dead. Yeah. That's, that's, that's caring about the people and caring about other human beings, which is yeah. something that is in very short supply. So it's nice to see people are standing up for that. Um, but back to much, much more frivolous things. Let's run down these sports scores. We're not going to go too too much into these discussions just because um, that's what the rundown is for. We don't have full segments on these topics, but we talk so much, so it probably will turn into one. Let's start with the Tottenham men. They played twice since uh, our last recording. On March 12th, they had a pretty good back and forth with uh, Manure, Man United, but ended up coming out on the wrong end of a 3-2 to scoreline. Conceded late. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. And you also especially hate to see that Cristiano Ronaldo was the one scoring the goal, which put him into the top goal scorer of all time category, which is really just um, put it in kind words. Said this prior to the show, uh, a big old slurp fest for Cristiano Ronaldo when ultimately he is um, a fucking rapist. Uh, yeah. Something, something like that. Uh, so that's that's the worst thing. And then also he could apparently he apparently convinced Tom Brady to come out of retirement. So there's really nothing horrible that Cristiano Ronaldo will not do. Um, so Tottenham lost, but then they beat three teams at once: Brighton, Hove, and Albion. They Which beat them was, on Wednesday. That's really and that's really a challenging thing to do. Beating yeah uh, three yeah. teams at once. I mean, you figure that's 33 guys that you're going up against and to beat them to score two goals on 33 guys is mm. is quite the feat really. Array, Arikane, he scored a goal, moved ahead of Frank Lampard in terms of all-time goal scorers in the prem. So he's all, 
also passed Wayne Rooney on the list of all-time away goals scored. Oh, wow. That and two bucks will get you a cup of coffee. But uh, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting coffee from for two I know, bucks. Right? Uh, Golden Child Harry Kane scores another one for the Tottenham's. Great. Good for you. Congratulations. You did it. Um, Tottenham women, they they lost to Reading Rainbow. I stole that joke. I've been stealing a lot of your jokes today. You to be have. fair, to be fair, I was tweeting them from the joint account, and your name is on the joint account. So technically, it was you saying it, but I, you said Brian's been slinging fire today, over and over. He's like Mario when he gets that uh, when he gets that flower, flower. and yeah. it's just his suspenders turn white, and he just starts slinging it, slinging it. So that is his sharpest look, by the way. Like that, oh, that, right. that look is is clean. I mean, uh, yes, the raccoon tail thing is is cool, but yeah. but the the red and white suit. Come on. I do like the LGBTQIA plus qualities of the star where he just every color. He doesn't care. Hell he yeah. becomes the star is great, but <laughs> a little too quick. <laughs> you, might a, you might get a seizure. <laughs> then he does the spin when he jumps. Oh, man. Um, so Tottenham and Reading Rainbow on March 6th. Brian hasn't been on the show in a while. It was a nil-nil draw. And then on Sunday, the 13th, they lost to man, man shitty one to zero. Sigh. The, uh, it's all right. You only dust yourself off. You get to play Chelsea next and then Arsenal. So great, great little run of, <laughs> and you play Chelsea and Arch- Arsenal within three days of each other. So, and, and they're both away. So they're both in London, awesome. but they're both away. So everything is in London, right? Every professional soccer team in England plays in London. That's a well-known fact. Just kidding. Um, let's talk about Liverpool. They also beat Brighton Hove and Albion on march 12th 2-0 so tottenham is and tottenham and liverpool they were doing a little twinsies although it's more like the arnold schwarzenegger danny devito twins with tottenham being danny Danny devito of the two (laughs) i would 100 percent rather be danny devito to be fair if we're stretching the analogy out yes you probably are the winner in this one but in terms of just strength and how well Maybe in athletic endeavors, <laughs> I'm hoping for Arnold, at least in the league table. Uh, Liverpool won 2-0, then they beat Arsenal 2-0 yesterday, which a show that uh, our pal TK, who had co-hosted an episode of the show, he said that Liverpool were awful all match, and he can't wait for Man City to win the league because he's not petty whatsoever. And he's not going to listen to this, so it doesn't matter either because he doesn't listen to crew podcasts. Um, but that's all right. Liverpool won. That's all that counts. And this Sunday, they face off against the Trees, not from Lord of the Rings, but Nottingham Forest. So it's the Homer, Homer Costello Derby. 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 Terrence Trent Derby. Uh, Liverpool women, this is the one saving best for last. They played against Charlton Athletic over the weekend. Over the weekend, if I was in England. Aluminium on the weekend in the lift. Uh, Liverpool beat Charlton 1-0. But the way they beat them, uh, Liverpool, they have not lost a game since the first match of the season. But they were also on a tear of just winning so many games, winning back to back to back. They they had a draw last week um, against the London City Lionesses. They had a one one draw, 
one one thing nil nil. Anyway, they had a draw. It all counts for one point. Against Charlton, it, going into the final ten minutes, it's zero zero. Liverpool on the scoring side, maybe they're just. I hope it's not cruise control because they're up and the league is almost you know league is almost done. But uh, Charlton Athletic was at the time up there um, in terms of competing as the small group of chase team that was trying to catch up to the front runners and um, Liverpool in the 84th minute substitute jazz Matthews comes in and heads in a goal off a corner. Might it crawl? It was a corner heads in a goal off a corner. Liverpool wins one nil up seven points. with only about four or five matches left. If Liverpool wins their next match actually against Bristol city, who's number two in the, in the table, if they beat them, I think if they win again after that, they can secure the league on April on April third. Uh, excuse me, on April third, they'll be able to secure the league. They have two more matches, um, one this weekend, and then one on the Mar- uh, March twenty seventh. I can talk really well. After that, if they win those two matches and they win on April third, they will secure promotion and the championship of the women's championship so it's pretty exciting so speaking of i know you mentioned jazz earlier right Mm -hmm. so speaking of jazz uh could you say that if winning the league is cool consider liverpool miles davis oh this guy this guy yeah i would i'm not ready to crown them yet but i will at least say miles they're reaching miles davis levels i'm very superstitious if you want to crown them thomas crown their ass (laughs) r.i.p denny green Mm. yeah rest in peace um so i'm i'm excited for what the future holds the one thing i'm bummed out about is that on april 3rd now they have to win the next two matches so it's not guaranteed that you know they're going to be able to close up shop stop drop Shut them down, open up shop. Because I bought tickets to take my son and my oldest daughter to Monster Jam. And I had to pick the Sunday show and I had to do the morning session. So I could miss Liverpool potentially clinching the league, but I get to see Gravedigger. Of course. I'll take Gravedigger all it's all freaking day, man. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty sweet. Uh, I I cover Ohio State women's basketball. I didn't even know that you know Monster Jam was coming around here, but I was at a game and I was walking the concourse at halftime, and they have these screens inside the Shonson Center showing you what's coming up, and it sure. said Monster Jam, and I was like, "What? My son would love that so much." And oh yeah, probably mostly me. Um, I'm <laughs> I'm gonna love it a lot. Uh, so we're we're gonna be monster jamming with grave digger and el toro loco and max destruction i'm ready i i'll be honest are, are those other two real yes they are i know all i know all the monsters i could just you, slam you bam thank you ma'am any, you could have literally bam. made up anything because i made up the last one slam bam thank you ma'am if it's not a uh, grave digger uh or is bigfoot still around Bigfoot is they're not on the Monster Jam tour, but Bigfoot is still around. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I used to watch Monster Jam on like Friday nights on T uh TNN right there <laughs> with uh, you you remember the Nashville Roller, Network. You remember Roller Jam? 
I do remember Roller Jam. Yeah. California Quakes, baby. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I think it came on right then, like right around with Roller Jam and then uh, ECW Wrestling. Oh, my gosh. Quote the Raven nevermore. Uh, I, <laughs> he was, a, yeah, he went to ECW after WCW. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, but Monster Jam, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be something. I even bought the Pit Pass. So we're going to be able to go before the competition. What? Go right up to the monster trucks, get pictures with them, meet the drivers, whatever. James Dude. not going to care about the driver, but um, I've, I'm going to come up and go to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was uh, it was more than I thought I was going to pay. But I'm at the checkout. I just bought the tickets. I'm like, okay, I have to sit somewhat close because I'm not going to sit too high up. I don't want a kid getting freaked out being too high up. So I got probably the first like 20 rows or something like that. So I'm in the lower bowl, but then as you're checking out, it's like, Hey, for $20 a person, you can also do the pit pass where you get there an hour and a half early. You get to meet them. You get to see the monster trucks up close. You can get pictures with them. And I was like, Amy, I'm going to buy the pit passes. <laughs> they totally got me. It's like, I'm at the grocery store. I'm a little kid. And they got those packs of gum, those Reese cups. Right mm-hmm. up there, all those candies. Like, mom, can I get one? Can I get one? Except for I was the kid and the parent, and I was like, hell yes, I'm getting them. Let's go. <laughs> I got disposable income now. Let's do this. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy about disposable income. But I had enough income to take my kids to Monster Jam. Uh, two out of the three. My middle child didn't want to go. Sucks to be her. She's missing out. Um, Amy would never go. Oh my gosh. Uh, we've been practicing having James and my youngest wear heads, headphones to cover his ear. So he's been practicing um, and I've been practicing wearing them too. And it also quiets the kids down, which is just great. Anyway. Uh, so Liverpool, that's going to be really exciting. Um, hopefully that can go all the way and cross the finish line and win the race and any other kind of metaphor you want to use. Okay. Brian caves. Let's get into the Columbus crew. Have you been watching the Columbus crew soccer? Um, I have not. I have not. I've not not watched a match yet. I've watched, I've watched highlights. Do you have ESPN plus? Uh, not currently. You need, it's like five 99 a month. And since you're out of market, you can watch every crew match for five 99 a month. I just honestly haven't been home when the matches have happened lately, but I have a life. Oh, yes, I have a life. I'm Brian. Er. <laughs> er. Uh, it's a so, dead-on impersonation of yourself. I, I was, uh, I'm pretty good at those. Um, yeah, yeah. I did uh, did watch a lot of highlights, and I have also been reading uh, the fantastic oh, game God. reports and oh. writing uh, that can be found on Massive Report. Oh, man. And you even write on there, too, right? I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Never mind. It must be another Thomas Costello. I think that's the NBC Nightly News, Tom Costello. He just he, he moonlights at Massive Report. That's where the big bucks are. Forget NBC. SB Nation is where the money's at. Hell yeah. Uh, hell yeah. So they beat uh, the Toronto FCs, the fighting Michael Bradleys. Boo, boo, <laughs> boo. Uh, they beat them 2 1. Go to Did hell, you... Caillou. <laughs> Go complain to your parents somewhere else, call you. Did you see the Lucas goal? I did see the Lucas goal. My goodness. I would just also, if we're going to get on the Lucas sell around train, 
Um, it's in the station. Toot toot. Uh, yes. The, the, no, the train is the train has left the station. If you weren't on the train, uh, it's gone. Start... bandwagon's full. I'd like to, speaking of master report, um, I'd like to go to an article uh, from the game recap uh, that one Pat Murphy wrote where he mentions that uh, Lucas Celereon is currently playing like an MVP candidate. And I do believe there was one of us on this show who, who started the season by saying that Lucas Celereon was going to win the MVP of MLS. And with four goals already on the season, it's off to a good start. Le- yeah, end of last season, last five matches of the season in 2021, he scored five goals and had two assists. And then carrying that over into the beginning of this season, in the first three matches, he's had four goals and two assists in three matches. He has more goals than 14 MLS teams. He has four times as many goals as Charlotte has right now. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. My God, if they don't win the wooden spoon, <laughs> I don't know who is. I can't. Uh, I can't. Cincinnati might give them a run for their money. I think Cincinnati's actually breathing. <laughs> They're breathing a sigh of relief. Like, oh God, thank goodness I don't have to win that Anthony Precourt wooden spoon award. Um, Lucas is insane. And you definitely called it. Now it's three games into the season. You still have what? Like uh, 90% of your games left. You've only but played about 10%. If we take these three games and you know put that out over the course of the season, extrapolating yeah 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 you know that's how stats work right like this yeah. is a perfect predictor for how the rest of the season will go yeah he's, he's gonna he'll... keep scoring he's gonna stay consistent he's gonna have what god like 38 39 goals this season if in 34 more. matches yeah I if mean, not he... more um yeah, I definitely, and then 20, like 30 assists. <laughs> they're going to rename the league the Lucas, uh, Major Lucas Soccer. That's what they're going to call it after <laughs> if he did all that. Uh, if someone doesn't put that on a TIFO, I'm, I will be incredibly disappointed in you, Nordeca. Yeah, get on it. I'm one of the media shills, so probably not going to make it um yeah it's it's been fun it's been fun to watch they've been scoring goals the only thing they have not given up a single goal in the run of play only set pieces four set piece goals they've given up in three games which is not great but when when he scored nine goals in three games as long as you outscore him you get three points that's how the soccer game works that's you know i don't know if you understand this or not thomas but the goal of the game Hmm. Wait, is I'm if listening. you score more goals than the Wait, other team. Oh, I'm getting a pencil. Okay, I'm ready. If you score more goals than you allow in each game, you win the game. Hot damn. So wow. that's strategy. Now, I, now do I think this uh, this run of scoring is gonna continue? Eh, probably not. <laughs> I think this is a little uh a uh, little, I'm not going to say flukish because I don't think it's, I don't think, I think flukish is a little. No, I don't think word, Lucas but, is a fluke. No, I, I think but you have people hitting strides at the right yeah, time. Well, not the right time. They, they're hitting them at the same time, which is the issue right. that we had last year. Yeah. Well, hell, last season we had fielding the same team more than once. Um, with match, that you funny bringing up with match congestion last year and then injuries and all this stuff that happened. Like, We've started, or we being the crew, I'm not on the team, they don't pay me. The crew started three matches. They started the same 11 at all three matches. They didn't start the same 11 
twice last year. <laughs> they didn't start the yeah. same one twice last year. So it, that's 34 games, 34 different lineups. And they're, they've yet, I know we've, we've talked about, they've yet, we haven't actually, we haven't mentioned that they've yet to lose on the season. They're technically undefeated, right? They've uh, yeah. two wins and a draw, mm-hmm. a draw that uh, for all intents and purposes really felt <laughs> like a loss. Should have never happened. Should have never yeah, happened. It was, yeah. It was, was an absolute shit show. Um, but I think what really um, impressed me in kind of watching the highlights of this, of the Strana match and reading about it and some of the other things I think it would have been really like, cause yes, they didn't lose, but that was definitely, you know, we always talk about there's draws that feel like wins and there's draws that feel right. like losses. And that was definitely a draw that felt like a loss. Oh, for sure. Um, but I think they could have, and it's a game they blew late. Like, I feel like they could have like crawled kind of in their little hole and had their little pity party and right. Uh, woe is us, you know, but no, I think they came back. Um, they showed a little bit of like, little bit of what for a little bit of like Mm -hmm. uh you know intestinal fortitude gumption yeah like you know getting a win i mean we'll see if toronto is any good i know they were really bad last year but you know we'll see how that if this was if this is you know hey we beat a bad team or hey we beat a team that maybe is a little bit better this year but this weekend's gonna show like these three teams were not toronto vancouver and san jose at the end of the season are not going to be strong. They're not. Yeah. Uh, they're just not good teams. I think Toronto's going to get Lorenzo. Not think they're going to get Lorenzo and Signy from Roma or from Napoli. One of those Italian. I don't want to share. Yeah, he's going to come over here in the summer, and that'll definitely help things. But I, I really feel like Toronto needs more than that to to yeah. compete. San Jose, their coach wants to leave, but they're not. The owners aren't letting him leave. He's come out and said, "Like, I'm gone at the end of my contract. I'm out." Um, and what Vancouver, uh, any most if you're in the bottom half of the playoff spots in the West, you're not a very good team. Yeah, Western Conference is not a very strong conference right now. It's very top heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree with you. But this weekend, they're playing the the Red Bulls of New York and. Mm-hmm. New York gave up the fewest goals last year, tied with two other teams, but they gave up 33 goals in 34 matches. And this will be the toughest match the crew have so yeah. far this season. So I think this Sunday is going to be telling of what team it is, especially away from home, especially yes. away from home. Is this same offense going to be going to be firing like they have been? And you have players like, Milos and, and Lucas, who are going to be leaving for international duty right after uh, the match. So, where's their focus? Where's their mind at? You know, Milos yeah. is pushing for a World Cup and he's still trying to adapt to the team. So, Sunday's going to be interesting. Um, and then something else made it pretty interesting on uh, on Monday night, Brian. What happened on Monday so, night? We're all, everyone's on a high of the crew winning and being on the top of the league. And then and then uh, news breaks on, and, and I forgive me. I don't. <laughs> Tom Dateline. <Bogart>. Dateline. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yes, uh, 2022. Extra history. I can't recover from that now. <laughs> so, so, so they uh, the news comes out that, I don't, forgive me, I don't remember who originally broke the news. Tom, um, well, air quotes on broke the news. Tom Bogert from MLS Soccer. 
That's right. <laughs> well, what a what a source he had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's the source. <laughs> Broke the news that the crew are open to trading Jossie's artists. So the report came out. I was I was standing in for somebody on the Massive Report podcast. So this is um, the second time I've been on it this season. I'm not like a regular on there because they actually had me drive out. To, to places and I live in BFE and it's like on a Monday night and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I'm there kind of as a backup. If you need a reliever they you know, they tap the, they tap the right arm. I want the right hander coming in. I was going to um, say, you're like, you're like that guy who comes in and like the uh, somewhere in the bottom of say like the sixth or seventh inning and faces pitching like a, for one. Yeah. One. Back. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're facing like a lefty. Yeah, right, right, right. It's a situational pitching. Um, so the situation Neat called for me. We're recording the show. We're about 15 minutes from being done with the recording. And Pat Murphy, he's like, oh, well, this news just broke. Jossie's artist is betrayed. So the report says that um, they even shopped him to somebody. Like they even said they shopped him to a, a place. And there's reports that, oh, you know, they're not saying no to trade offers for Jossie's artists. And then they go into this whole thing about, oh, Miguel Berry took his starting position and and all these uh, things and all this stuff. And um, one thing that's totally missing from the article is anything about reaching out to the team. Not once did he say, yeah. reach out for the team for comment, which as an MLS employee, you probably have pretty good access to the team. <laughs> I reckon you could probably get a hold of uh, Tim Bezbachenko's number. You could probably get somebody's number in the Rolodex there. You could flip through and find a name to call. Um, he didn't mention anything about and Maybe he did, and it's just lazy writing, and he didn't put it in there. I know when Master of Art, when we get rumors and we get stuff like this and we ask the team, and, we, and if it gets to the point where we write about it, we include we reached out to the team and they had no comment or we reached out to the team right. and they did not respond to comments. Like we still let people know we asked the team too. So this is not just us writing this. It, it looked like just a rumor report and stuff that you see on Twitter all the time. Like Divock Origi is coming to the MLS. It's just somebody shooting the shooting <laughs> I saw Divock Origi to the crew. I saw that. I was almost going to say this on the Master Report, but I was almost going to joke around and say, hey, if we can get Divock Origi over here, I'm good with it. As a total <laughs> joke. As a total <laughs> is, joke. Is that the trade? Is uh, is Divock coming to uh, and we're sending Jossie to Liverpool? Divock Origi. Sorry. Um, I, I don't think that would be a very uh, beneficial trade for I don't think Jossie's going to unseat Mo Salah and Diego Jota Sadio Mane I, I, maybe I'm wrong maybe that's a, I'm just that's a one starting of striker. men's national team haters <laughs> that's a starting striker for the US men's national team sir but th- this story it it seemed like a story of convenience because last year when Barry started getting minutes and Jossie got hurt and stuff People have already been talking about this. Like, oh, are we going to trade Jossie because Barry's playing well? Are we going to trade Jossie? We have somebody we can trade now. And you even saw this on Twitter for some folks. Like, most of the people were like, oh, no, don't do it. Um, and other people were like, well, if we're going to get something for him, go ahead and trade him. So it was split. It, it, yeah. was, it was probably 60-40. Get, keep him and trade him away was the Jossie thing. Pat ends up talking to the team. And the team gives a very 
wishy-washy answer an answer that doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things non-answer answers yeah but then he even pat even tweets out that talking to sources close to the team there's no there's nothing like they're not shopping him around they're not doing that they're not doing what the article said and even talking about it now that it's four days later is probably more attention than the story even needs that how much that's how much bearing that that story had it just felt like the crewer this is my supporter i'm talking i'm switching off the massive the media part it seems like okay the crew are doing really well they're at the top of the supporter shield standings they've won two matches they haven't lost a game they're doing great and then mls instead of talking about how well they're doing the story comes out of oh there's issues there's problems in the locker room (laughs) Get your tinfoil hats, folks. Yeah, that's what it is. And somebody tweeted this out, and I thought this was amazing. They were like, MLS employee backed by other, supported by other MLS employees has a rumor about another MLS employee. Right. (laughs) Because, Jossie, everybody is technically an MLS employee. You're not a crew. You're a crew player in terms of the kit you wear and you're on the team and blah, blah, blah. But everybody is an MLS employee. We would all have an MLS front office badge everybody is an mls employee where liverpool you're a liverpool employee or you're a tottenham employee um so it just seemed it seemed shisty i wrote an article about it the article did not get published and it was me harping on the basics of journalism ask the team if you did ask the team let people know in the article that you asked the team because if you don't let people know that you asked the team. People think, did you even talk to them? Is this just rumor? This is. It makes the whole arg, the report. If you look and back on it, it just any kind of critical lens look pretty bush league. Like you, you're the league writing this. It's horrible. And correct me if I'm wrong. The original report is that it was basically the crew are open to trading Jossie's artist, right? And he even said that they did shop him somewhere. Okay, so like. Yeah, they're open to trading Jossie's artists. They'd be dumb not to be open to trading literally anybody. Like if somebody's going to come to you with a with a crazy offer, like yeah, yeah, I mean they're willing to listen to anything. Like I think Lucas, <laughs> Darlington, and Stephen Moreira. Those are the three players that if you came to me and said, "Hey, are, do you want something for them?" I'd say, "No, I don't." But I have eight other people in my starting rotation if if, that I will put on the market. If they're, I mean, if they're going to give you something stupid, if they're going to say, "Hey, we'll yeah. give you twenty-five million, like what then, is it? Yeah. Buy low, sell high, right? Sell high. Yeah, yeah. Like if if somebody's going to come in and, and give you something like like I said, like something stupid, like some incredible yeah. player or some, you know, because that's a thing we can trade players in MLS, which is right right anywhere else in the world trades happen in in a little bit in like the epl i remember uh actually mctarian was traded well yeah they you got trip but that's like it's very rare it's very yeah and it's it's more like i don't know it's it's different but anyway it's not like straight up player for player it'll be i guess it's the old like player for player plus cash kind of thing but i guess they do bam tam wham bam black betty game tam Don so, had some tam. It's, tam, tam. it's just like, do I think it's a good idea to trade Jossie, Jossie's artist? No, probably not. No, it's not because good. behind Miguel Barry is Eric Hurtado. But that being <laughs> said, if somebody wants to give you something stupid, 
Right. Then go for it. Like, and you have to have something else. You have to have something else in the cooker. If you trade oh, him for sure. Dam and Tam and don't do anything till the off season, you messed up. Yeah, you done. You done messed up, Balaki. <laughs> you done um, messed up, AA Ron. <laughs> so like, it's just, I don't know. It, it, I get it. Like, p- people want clicks. You know, talk shit mm-hmm. about the crew. Get some clicks. They're the, they're the hot team in the league right now. Like, you know, whatever. But it's such a like non. It's really a non-story. Yeah. Like I get, I get. Crew Twitter goes insane with it because that's kind of what Crew Twitter does with literally everything. <laughs> um, but it's like, yeah, they, you know, yeah, they're they're willing to listen. Like any team in any sport is willing to listen to anything. You'd be you stupid know? not to listen. Yeah, like I'm. And listen. I think that's I'm, all it was. I think I think. What really happened is a team reached out to them and the crew didn't say no. I think that's the only, I think that's what it boiled down to. And the way you write the article makes it sound like, oh, we got everybody on the line. He's doing Billy Bean. He's doing Billy Bean moves here. Right. No, it's not. Give me Scott Hatterberg. (laughs) We're paying, the Yankees are paying us for you to play against them. (laughs) Scott Hatterberg picking machine of David Justice, Jason Giambi. anyway so yeah i mean it's just like yeah like they're gonna listen like yeah i think what i think what you said is exactly i'm sure what happened somebody called and they were like hey we'll give you xyz or hey are you are you open to a an offer for jossie's artist and they were like sure what you got and then they yeah. were like blah 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 and chris said no we're, we're good <laughs> i think that's all it was that's pretty much what uh, it boiled down to and at least from the comments and stuff now friday that is tomorrow the day that this podcast is going live i will be at a press conference just because it's the weekly press conference go to the performance center and talk with the the porter and a couple players so it's gonna come up it's not like like it's it's gonna be the first question asked is what's going on with chelsea's artists just to hear maybe the cruise side of things so maybe they'll clear it up maybe they are shopping or i i doubt they would say it if they were but um yeah. it'll be interesting to see what they reply with yeah i have, have a feeling it's going to be a non-answer but that's probably probably um let's talk about something that's we mentioned there's something crew related off the field that's not really crew related i wanted to talk about something that ended up now being a good thing um we don't talk about the national football league very often. If ever, I don't think we maybe in passing, we've joked about something here and there, but I am a born and bred Cleveland Browns fan. Went to the last Browns game in Cleveland. I was in the 30 for 30 documentary. I'm not going to tell you how long, or I didn't have any speaking parts. I was, (laughs) I have, uh, I I've been a Browns fan forever. I, I can count outside of when I was in the military. I can count single digits how many games i've missed since 1999 like when they were awful when they were not as awful but still bad when they were really awful uh, even it felt ironic watching them for the last like four or five years until baker and everybody came in um <clears throat> they who wants to be traded by the way he wants to be traded as you said brian uh, cheesecake factories i think we're closing down up in <laughs> cleveland uh anyway there's been rumors and not rumors. The team was actively trying to bring in a player named Deshaun Watson. If you don't know anything about 
if you don't know anything about National Football League, that's fine. You're probably better off. But Deshaun Watson played for Clemson, right, in college. I'm not played sure. It, played at yeah. University of Clemson, yeah, and then yeah. Uh, has been playing with the Houston Texans. So we went to the Texans, and they've had some success over the last few years. He's, Deshaun Watson is a very talented On, on the field, he's been – I know we're going to get into his off-the-field stuff. Speaking purely on the field, he's been on one of my field. favorite been one yeah. of my favorite players to watch since he came you can out. See why anybody would want to get yeah, him on absolutely. his team. You would you'd be crazy to think that Houston would try to get rid of somebody like him just for how good he is on the field. But it's everything once he gets off the field. Once he changes his Ugh. cleats out for his probably really expensive shoes, they get paid a lot. I'm guessing yeah. his really nice shoes. He when he puts on his nice shoes, he um not the greatest, not the greatest human being in the world. That's putting it one way. I'm trying to, yeah, we're censoring it just in case any kids are listening. If person noob is out there, sorry, soccer noob, uh, shield, shield ears. He has 22 allegations against him of sexual abuse and harassment. 22. We have said stuff about Ronaldo. Rewind this pod 20 minutes. And we've talked about Ronaldo. If you followed us on social media for like a week you have seen us say something about Cristiano Ronaldo and how awful it is. Um, keeping in the NFL, I am a Browns fan, like I said, for a very long time. For years, up until his retirement and after his retirement, myself and many other like-minded Browns fans brought up somebody named Ben Roethlisberger who had a couple allegations against him. Absolutely. Which paid these people, and then there was no criminal case against him. And for years, it that what happens in sports, mostly in, in men's sports, is bad things happen, and then people just forget about it. And it's just about the sport. It's just no, we can disconnect the sport from this one. And you're seeing it with this Deshaun Watson thing. The Browns ended up not being in the running. Deshaun Watson told them that they're not one of the teams that he's gonna go to, which I was happy about. I I tweeted this out for my account the other day, the NFL, the Browns, they aren't going to care if I go on Twitter and get on a rant about being upset and I'm going to, I'm not going to buy anything anymore. Like they don't care if they lose one fan, but I was done. If they were to bring this player in, I can get rid of something that I have memories with my family, my father who's passed away. Like I have memories with this team and I'm, I can get rid of that. I can, I can yeah. make room in my schedule. Let's just put it that way. I have things I can cut to make room in my schedule. And I wouldn't feel bad about doing it if you brought this player in. But the problem is there's so many Browns fans who are fine with it, who are just okay with it. So here's how it brings into the crew. Here's how it connects to the crew. You have the same money for both of the teams. The Haslam's ownership group owns both of the teams. There was even part of me thinking, if they bring this player on, what do I do about the crew? What do I do about supporting Columbus? Is this something that I can even get behind? Like, would I be afraid to speak my mind about it because it would, you know, hurt my standing to be able to, you know, cover the crew. If I'm sure. throwing stuff at the Haslam's, are they going to invite me to the training center for media? Am I going to be allowed to come to matches? Am I going to be like, it's a whole different thing. The Browns and the crew, they have different, you know, communications, people, general managers, all those people are different, but the money is all there. It's all coming from the same source. 
it, it sucks that they even tried to get this guy on the team. But can yeah. you imagine if the crew were going after somebody who had a history like that, who had 22 allegations against them? What would happen in the crew world? I would, I would hope, and you know, I know, I know, a de- you know, we both know a pretty decent number of crew fans. Mm-hmm. I would certainly hope there'd be outrage. Like, yeah. I know, I know there'd be some fans that, quite honestly, would say. Hey, that's off the field. All I care about is what happens on the field. I want to win, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If that's how you feel, like ultimately you got to look yourself in the mirror at night. Like yeah. I can't, I can't speak for, you know, what you think and what you don't think. But um, yeah, myself personally, if that happened, I'd be, I'd be livid. I mean, yeah. I'd be furious. I'd be um, not quite honestly, I probably would stop supporting the team. Yeah. Um, if, if the team that I supported brought in a player like that, brought in a, a, a human, a much less, not even a player, a human being yeah. like that. Right. Like at some point, yes, you know, yes. Uh, the Haslam's have done a lot of other things that I find abhorrent, to be honest, the, where they choose to donate their money, the political candidates that they choose to support things like that. I find absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've but, lost followers for this. I've had conversations with people who have quit, you know, following being part of the band fame just because like whenever people were attacking like Cheyenne Foster between clean sheets, people were attacking kind of going after her because of her political affiliations and working pretty much as a lobbyist. But you're you're saying that supporting a team in a stadium built by what you just said the same yeah, like i mean is, is it that, one is one employee the issue or is it people funneling over years hundreds of thousands of dollars into to, a into a monster a political monster yeah, either I side mean, by the way but putting money into a political monster like that who's who's making more of a who's making more damage and you're fine yeah. with one because it it's better for you all the browns fans who are fine with watson are like well my team's gonna win that's your rationale for being okay with bringing in somebody with 22 allegations of abuse. Well, the grand jury didn't indict him or you're just going to disbelieve 22 people. No offense to D Haslam has put millions into the WNBA recently, just put uh, invested millions of dollars into it. And now a few weeks later, we don't know. We're going to win on the football field. That's the, the, you know, we don't need to go into the um, inequities of uh, sexual abuse, sexual abuse, people who accuse others of sexual abuse, sexual assault and the court system. Cause we all know mm. that's regardless of who the, regardless of whether the person is famous or not, that's completely fucked. And the average um, sports fan is just worry about what happens on the field and they're, yeah. they're able to compartmentalize this stuff, and, which is, yeah. And, you know, again, we all do to an extent. Right. I mean, you know, we we will, you know, a lot of us watched the Olympics over the weekend taking place in a country in China that has tons of human rights abuses. We've watched, we live well, we live in a country with tons of human rights abuses as well. You know, we, we support the crew, given the Haslam's history. I mean, you support a lot of these when you when you start supporting these professional sports teams 
none of this money is clean. I mean, look at people that are Chelsea fans with, you know, Abramovich. Look at, mm-hmm. I mean, Tottenham's owner is a basically a guy who moved out of England because he didn't want to pay taxes. Yeah, sheltering your money, yeah. So, I mean, because he didn't want to contribute his billions to society, you know, so it's, the whole thing is, I mean, ultimately there is some looking the other way that we do mm-hmm. to an extent, you know, when we, when we watch sports, there just is. Um, there's, but there's looking the other way when we do everything, the art we consume, the movies, the music, the, yeah. you know, but I think if you can, there, to me, some things are just too, too far. And mm-hmm. I think like enabling that and bringing somebody like that into the team is that, that would be a step too far for me. Yeah. Uh, and those are, you know, questions that we we're not here to answer for anybody else. We're just two schmucks answering the questions for ourselves. Yeah. Cause that's all we, I can only speak for myself. I'm not speaking for crew fandom no. or Brown's fandom, but I'm speaking for what I believe and what I would do. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. And what I would, what I say I would do right now and what I would do if actually faced with the situation, you know, sometimes those are two very different things too. You know, it's really easy to, when you're not actually faced with that situation to say one thing and then, well, when the situation comes up, it's like, eh, you know, that's, that's kind of a lot of sack, you know, you know what I mean? So I think it's, it's a lot. Um, I can tell you that you know, I've, I've become, since I've moved to Charlotte, a Charlotte, Pan- a Carolina Panthers fan. Yeah. They're one of the teams that are in talks of bringing them in. I mean, I'm a new fan, so it's not like I have a near the history with them that you do with the Browns or anything else, but I'll drop you like a bad habit. <laughs> you want to yeah. start bringing that in. Like, yeah, <sighs> it's just, it's just a shame. Um, and eventually once the season starts, people will it'll get swept under the rug it'll last a new cycle and um people will move on from it most people eventually what will happen is he'll come back on the he'll come back because he's gonna play he's too talented oh right he won't make a roster um eventually it actually it'll actually become a positive because it'll become a redemption story it'll become a look what he did i he was he did horrible things. Well, allegedly, they'll never bring that up, actually, by the way. No, they'll just start be... focusing. Look, Deshaun Watson has his own charity that he works he, with. And look well, how he, great he is with it'll, this local school of kids. Look how great he is. Yeah. It will be something about overcoming adversity. Mm. But they won't talk about what the adversity was that he that he overcame. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so that's uh, the slight well not a slight crew connection a very strong crew connection because when you go into lower.com field or put on a jersey or put on any crew merchandise uh they purchased in the last four years that's who you're uh that's who you're you're purchasing things from um so yeah that's the conversation there if you like to speak with us more you know how to reach us but why don't we why don't we move on um, to slightly better, we'll we'll stress slightly better <laughs> um, environment, and let's talk through what happened just a, yesterday, Brian. What happened yesterday? 
well, there was this moment, Thomas. We and we have been waiting for this moment for all my life, Ooh. but it's not quite right. I've been waiting. I've been waiting for the silence. Oh, I don't know the rest of the words. And Sunshine! Locked and loaded! When I saw that music video, that's the first time I heard that song, Lazy Eye by Silver Sun Pickups. If you haven't heard it, come on. I watch like the music video is amazing too. I, I, I watch a music video and then once they, it's just a slow build up. For like two or three minutes, and then they just go into this, dun, 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 and it just, oh my gosh! Like I, have, I have goosebumps. You can't. I have goosebumps. You can't see them. It's very dark, but I got goosebumps just like sing. I need to turn that on after this pod's over. Rocking and rolling. Oh, that's a good one to play for Jameson. Actually, you know, get Jameson, that is good uh, with your punk, with your punk, and then some uh, Silver Sun pickups. He's like, um, hey, is this is this a daddy song? Or is this a mommy song? And I'm like, oh, it's if it's song. good, it's a daddy song. Damn. All right. Well, Amy's not listening. She'll never know. <laughs> no, um, she'll never know. I, I sent her Christmas gift three weeks before Christmas on here, and she had no idea. <laughs> no, none whatsoever. Uh, well, just be careful, because Jameson does like to play the show <laughs> on, his, oh my uh, on his iPad. Oh, my God. Just child abuse. I blocked us on there. It's okay. We're good now. <laughs> I reported our YouTube account. Good to know. Hey, Jameson. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> the moment we'd been waiting for, for what did feel like all our lives, um, <laughs> yes. the uh, NWSL National Women's Soccer League finally, finally dropped the schedule. Oh, <gasps> yeah, that's great. So I'm excited. There are, there are now games. Um, to circle on the calendar to get ready for. I wish we could be excited about the games uh, mm-hmm. of a certain team that plays in Chicago, but unfortunately, there's still a certain piece of shit that owns the team. That the dropping of the schedule is great. I wish they could drop Arnhem like a bad mm-hmm. habit. That, it seems yeah. like they're dropping them like a bad habit because they don't know how to quit it. <laughs> they don't know how to quit. I can't quit. I can't quit you. I was gonna say I think I was and I quit say. you. <laughs> Uh, money that's why yeah no it's 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 really sad but yeah just the shout out to okay and guys here's a reminder the people that run the social media for your favorite uh account they don't make any decisions Mm -mm. Mm -mm. they're they're tweeting what they're told to tweet they're posting what they're told to post they're there basically to take whatever uh management tells them to post and gussy it up their digital billboard yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Their their jobs to gussy it up, and then you know do the little uh, interactions with you that basically they hope will go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to and, and again, I don't know if this was something the admin came up with, but the video about them, the thing they posted when they posted the schedule, that was pretty. That was the NWSL, great. the one about yeah. like. See, you're at the point though where you're even making jokes about how your schedule's so late like this is this is razor scooters when adults started using them <laughs> every kid loved them and then adults start using you're like well 
this isn't as fun anymore. It seems uh, not as fun when the league is in on the joke and they're like, oh, yeah, we're crazy. We don't have that schedule until a month before the season starts. (laughs) It's just it's that moment when your parents got on Facebook. (laughs) <laughs> like delete account <laughs> or uh or steve buscemi in the hallway hey fellow kids how do you do fellow kids oh uh, this is this is whatever you're a kid and you're told because when we were younger i know i'm a, a year or two north of you in terms of number we were around whenever aol was getting going and the broadband was just starting and we were on the internet and the news stories were all, oh, watch out for your kids on the internet. Watch out for your kids. Don't believe anything that's happening on the internet. And now they're reading anything on PatriotEagle.com. And they're like, this is real. Did you see in a pizza shop, Hillary Clinton's trafficking kids? Like that's that's the place we're at with the NWSL schedule. We are at the QAnon levels of the NWSL schedule taking too long because now the league is just fine with being this late. <sighs> that was a stretch of an analogy, but I got there. <laughs> they they think it's they think it's yeah. It it was funny. It was because fu- it was a great it, video. Good and it, good people in the office making that content. At this point, I think what can you do but laugh? Yeah, at yourself because. Right. But yes, once we got past that initial like post of oh I had this is cute like guys, what the hell took you so long? <laughs> You're you this is. This is a professional sports league. This is not uh, Thomas and Bryant's, <laughs> you know, weekend beer. This isn't Bryant me, okay. Uh, yeah, no, this, this is a legitimate. Like, well, well they have ML- they're sharing stadiums with other people. Those MLS schedules are released in like December. I was going to say the MLS schedule has been out for months. Yeah. Like, there ain't, y'all ain't got an Excel spreadsheet that you can plug <laughs> these teams into and be like, bop, 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 I mean, I'm no Excel whiz, but I feel like I could put something together that would figure that out in a few hours. Two shakes of a dog's tail. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I again, I wish, and it's it's some. This is something we say with them a lot. I wish we could talk. We could be talking about how excited we are and how excited Mm. the schedule. Yeah, you know looking at the matchups and be like oh man you know very first game of the season the courage and thorns like in yeah. carry man that's exciting or oh man can't wait for the challenge cup or but no we're, we're still sitting here instead of talking about you know that or how bad how much of a badass trinity rodman is now now a published mm-hmm. author by the way yeah um it's just a just a total badass <laughs> um we're sitting here talking about still like basically the league being incompetent yeah, or uh, I don't know. They brought in a new commissioner, which hopefully that. Um, by the way, everyone's watching every step that you make. But uh, we have a new be. commissioner. Maybe that's gonna help things. Maybe you should need to put things up your priority list. Um, bringing in two new teams and everything. There are a lot of excuses you could use, but also this is now your tenth year, you th- tenth you think- year with the league, and you have a lot of eyes, a lot of money coming into it. Come on, come like on. Again, you want to be taken seriously, seriously as a prof- yeah. as, the, as a professional sports league, mm-hmm. not as some. And you should be taken seriously as a professional sports league, but you 
do crap like this? Like, mm-hmm. would the NFL do this? Would the NFL take forever to, you know, come out with their schedule? No, they release the damn schedule every year at the same time and have a yep. big ESPN special for it. Like, mm-hmm. guys, if you want to compete, and, and I'm not saying they're going to compete with the NFL. The NFL is the largest, one of the largest sports leagues in the world. You got billions but, of dollars and stuff, yeah. yeah. But if you want to be taken seriously as a real big time professional sports league, mm-hmm. you got to kind of act like a real big time professional <laughs> sports league. Like, That's true. Yeah. You know, if I want to be taken seriously as a, as an intelligent person, I can't go around saying stupid things. I think people <laughs> are going to think I'm smart. Like that's just not how this works. Like at least to- fake it till you make it at least, at least try like try on the confidence thing. Yeah. Maybe it'll work. Maybe, maybe it'll fit like a glove. Yeah. And if the glove don't fit, you must, you must quit. quit. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca speaking of, is a- um, speaking of a quit. I wish Arnhem would have quit because there is a really awesome uh, matchup coming up in July where the Chicago athletes of the NWSL play against the San Diego Wave at Soldier Field. And it's a part of a doubleheader where the Zerdan Shakiris of the Chicago Fire will take on Atlanta United before the athletes of the NWSL who play in Chicago take on San Diego wave. So that's, I would love to go and I would go, I would definitely saddle up, saddle up the wagon for the river. And I would, I would get there. Risk dying of dysentery. (laughs) No one's going to die of dysentery. Hopefully I got, I left at the right time of the year. We've got a, we've got a modium now. You don't have to die of dysentery. Oh, perfect. Um, thank you. Thank you. Modern medicine. Get your vaccine. I would go. Yeah, I would go. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, I've, I've vowed not to, not to do that. You know, even if it was like, even if it was the fire facing off against the crew, that would be, that would make it really tough for me to avoid going to it. Cause then it's a team that I cover and it's a team that, you know, we, we love and we watch and we support and a team that we support the athletes of. we don't support the front office and all that good stuff, but we support the team and we support the players. So it's just a shame that it had to happen now when Arnhem is still there. And the tinfoil hat part of me is like, well, is this just a way to appease fans? Oh, look at this. We got this big matchup. Look how cool this is. Let's not remember all that stuff with Rory Dames. Let's just win games. And winning games will be fun, and then we won't have to worry about any bad stuff. Eh. It seems like NWSL supporters have a very um, they have a very good long-term memory <laughs> as opposed to other sporting leagues. No, that's you're, you're 100% right. And I think they're, they really like – this is a fan base that wants to like give them a reason they're even saying the 134 like they're just going to wear black in the supporter section they're not gonna do any like cheering until chicago shoots into their in front of them like whenever they're shooting in front of them but they're they're not going to give the environment they're not going to do what they're supposed to do that you you use them to market your team 
you use these supporters to get people to come to your matches and sell jerseys and sell merchandise. Um, I think they're even not doing the tailgate. They're not doing a tailgate at each match. They said you can meet up with your own individual people, but we're not doing a mass tailgate. Like yeah. these are your supporters are telling you, Hey, we don't want you to be, we don't want you here anymore. We want you to sell the team. And I hope they sell the team because if this lasts throughout the whole season, if Arnhem's still going to own the team, I got to go. <laughs> like I got, yeah, I got places to be. Oh, I'm busy. Oh man. I got, I'm going to be late I'll, for something else. I'm, I'll, I'm find, gone. I'll, I'll find another team to support. Yeah. Like it's not like you, you're, it's not, we're not in Chicago. Maybe that's easier for us because we're not in a market. You're even a couple hours away. I'm like three hours away from Louisville. So they're, we're not in a market, so it's easy for us to kind of say it, but there are people in Chicago saying the same thing. There are supporters yeah. in Chicago not renewing their season tickets. There are people not buying new jerseys. Like I saw Portland release their pretty meh jerseys today. Uh, they released new kits. I was like, oh, is Chicago going to release it? And I was wait, oh, I, I don't really care if they release it because I'm not buying yeah. one. Yeah. No. It's, again, it's, it's, it's sad. Like it sucks. Yeah. Like it just, I'm excited to watch soccer. Yes, very. I'm very excited to see the yeah. And for the the positive interactions on social media and in person mm-hmm. and all these other things, with just the the league itself brings out in people like the the reactions between. We've said this a billion times on the show now, but like NWSL Twitter are just some of the friendliest, most yeah. fun, most like welcoming. welcoming. People. Oh my god. Pinch so poke, you owe me a Coke. Um, just like, just people that make me forget what a cesspool um, social media really is. Because like driving with the windows down when the weather's out, it's just for yeah. a few, for a little bit you can forget the crappy stuff. And it's just you know they're they're good people. Like there's just a lot of them are just good people. Now there's some shitheads, but there's shitheads in every group. Like we've met amazing people from like we met Felix oh, yeah. and Felix's family is fantastic. I love his parents. They're like my parents. Uh, we we met all the folks who were coming on to our, our show at local one through we had Lauren on there. Uh Lauren on there, excuse me, a couple times. Uh, we we had Maggie on. We yeah. had uh we met we got to have a really good conversation with Sarah Toussaint in person. Yeah, um, meeting like Sarah Spain and meeting Sarah's you know some of the players, like just the people we've met, like meeting Robbie, Robbie Rod. Yeah. He's not even a Chicago fan, but meeting Robbie, meeting just folks from around like Gianna, talking about all yeah. the NWSL previews that we did over the last few weeks. Those are all like great relationships, just from people being like, "Hey, yeah, let's let's talk, let's be friends, let's you know." And now it's just kind of it's kind of marred by something yeah. that's e- that's fixable. You have all this money yeah. coming into the league. Somebody would would probably buy the team. Somebody would buy the team. You can tell me there's nobody in Chicago with any money, <laughs> right? Do you want to do you want to join a, a business that is making money and is growing? Do you want to turn your millions into more millions? No, none of those people well, out there. Well, Thomas, that sounds like a wonderful idea. Uh, let me talk to um, my buddy Bill Gates. I think he's interested. You better jump in before he gets in there. That was also hey, an Dad. episode of Shit's Creek. That was also an episode of Shit's Creek. They try hey, to get Dad. Bob to. Is that Bill Shakespeare? <laughs> well, Lottie, freaking da. And that's what we say about, unfortunately, seeing um, 
ticket events and stuff for for the Red Stars. Lottie freaking da because we're not gonna we're not gonna buy any. I know we keep tooting the same horn, but um, I am excited. I'm gonna watch a lot of matches. I'm gonna watch as much yeah. as I can, as much as um, my wife uh, can tolerate me watching sports at the home. Um, that's why you have a cell phone too. I can stream it there. But it's um it's unfortunate. Challenge Cup is, though is this weekend, so that's gonna be cool. And the season comes up right after that so bring it on all the soccer i love it and this year i'm not covering it just with moving around moving to outlets and different uh, stuff like that so i get to watch it just as a fan which i'm excited for that have a couple beverages you know kick back Mm. watch the game nothing better Mm, nothing like it well best of luck to the chicago athletes speaking of things there's nothing better than Thomas, let's uh, let's move on to I think what we keep saying. This has really become our favorite part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the part of the show where you, <gasps> you the Bam fan, oh, listeners, yeah. Uh, yeah, them, you. Yeah. I don't know. We're talking to you, but I'm talking to you. I, yeah, we're talking to each other, and you're talking to me, and I'm talking to Brian. But, but you're me. I am me, and, but you're all you're, and I am he, and we are all together. Yeah. Hmm. I have I'm to make a flow man. chart. Cuckoo chew. So we'll move on to the to the ask bam section of the show. So this is uh this is when you, the the wonderful listeners of our show, uh send us stuff to talk about. So it can be literally anything. I mean, it might be it can be soccer related. We actually like it not being soccer yeah. related. It can be yeah literally anything we get pop culture stuff we get deep mm-hmm. philosophical questions sometimes we've we've gotten politics food geography sports, geography yeah, yeah a little, little bit of everything so we will start we'll start out with a soccer uh with a soccer question this being from soccer noob <gasps> uh, why aren't countries like guyana and suriname part of Comnibal? Going into my pessimistic side is probably because they didn't pay enough money under the table That's to be part of it. Probably That's exactly why. Probably what I'm uh, going to lean toward. That's my answer. They don't have any kind of uh, natural resources that can be stolen or something, probably. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. yeah. Guyana's been through enough. Mm, yeah. Maybe it's just not having a national team could be an issue. Yeah. I don't know if they have one, but. I haven't done any research. Isn't interesting? Maybe there's stuff out there about it. I'm sure if anybody knows it's soccer, we should be asking you that question. Hey, why don't you answer that question? Boom. That was great. We need to turn into these questions into questions back to them that they will then not answer because unless they <laughs> well, I guess soccer new has his own show, so he could yeah. like answer the question on his show. Um, other question, um, noob can't handle both these questions, but. I, I believe in you, noob. So we're going to ask both these questions first. It might all, be for the dog. I think it might be for person, noob. One of them might not be for yes. children. Mm, no, they're both. They're both. Okay. They're both appropriate. All right, we'll see. We'll um, see. He says, "Who wrote see if the we can book? Change that. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote the book of love? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Bill Shakespeare. I was gonna say Bill. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? Um, Bill Shakespeare. I was thinking Jimi Hendrix, but that's Axe's "Bold as Love" is um, one of his lines. I'm gonna say Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Jimi Hendrix wrote the Book of Love in the 19. 19- 
1967 to 70. And, and my yellow in this case is not so mellow. <laughs> they call it mellow yellow. Just right. Um, and then who let the dogs out? The Baja men. Well, they were asking the question. Yeah, they were asking the question. They They also wanted to know who let the dogs out. So, my uh, my kids let the dog out sometimes. We got a new fence. We got a new fence. Did I tell you that? Our old fence was broken down. Um, Literally two days before the fence people came here, the door fell off. Like the wind blew the door off, and the wood was so splintered we couldn't put it. We have a new fence. Pixar didn't happen. Um, <laughs> from our uh, from our good buddy Derek Helling, um, he sent us a video this this week. Our I, this, I don't I wouldn't call this an obscure '80s song. I think this is a fairly like I'd say it's obscure. It's yeah. obscure for it's. You're not putting this in the top 10, 20 '80s songs that you know. Yeah. Well, no, sure, it's not Material um, Girl. We are living in a material world, and we are Material uh, Girls. We sure or guy. Hmm. That's literally the line from uh, the wedding singer. Um, oh. <laughs> he says uh, he so he sent us a video, a uh, YouTube video of Pet Shop Boys uh, Western Girls, um, and then asks, "Which do you choose, a hard or soft option?" But he's referring to boiled eggs. <laughs> oh, and Derek's another person we met through the NW Cell. Good people. Good people. Uh, good good people. Let's go with um. I'll get a hard boiled egg. Like it hard. Oh no, sir. Hard boiled egg. Um, I'm a soft boiled egg guy. Give me the like the runny yolk. Poach? You a poacher? Ooh, well, I do enjoy a good poached egg. I'll poach an egg. That's all I'll poach. I I like I like an egg just about any way you cook it. Tbh. Yeah, it's hard to really give me a well cooked egg any type, and I'll be like, mm. no, I anything. Mm. Eggs Benedict. That's the goat. That's the goat. Give me some eggs, Benedict. A hollandaise. Hollandaise. You can put it on Thomas's English muffin. I don't care. That's good shit. That's good shit right there. I think you could put hollandaise on a flip flop and I'd eat it. So so Frank asking a question that I'm surprised is coming from Frank and not Felix. Uh, This, of course, is part of the Frank Barber Memorial Mm. uh, Ask Bam segment uh, Mm. this week presented by Imodium. Emodium. Perfect. <laughs> if you're running, it'll stop you. All right. He's uh he's asking us, what are the four best Simpsons characters not named Simpson? And he said it's funny he's asking this because I'm not recording, even though his response to this post literally <sighs> said I was recording. Uh, apparently he told us that uh, in another thread that he lost sight in one of his eyes just randomly in July, 2020. I didn't know this because we've never, I've never talked to Frank before. I have no idea what he sounds like. If he called me on the phone, I wouldn't answer because I don't pick up the phone if you're not in my contacts, but I, I wouldn't know who he is. We've never really met you, Frank. We, we, you're going to be on the show though for hundred episode 101 when we do the 101 questionations with, with Frank Barber, but um, uh, yeah, you were in the tweet above it. The whole blind in one eye thing. It didn't take away your ability to read. That's not a, that's what he does live in Alabama though. Oh, Bryant, you went, I wasn't going to do it, but you did it. 
from the South, I can say those things. I, hell, half one half of my family lives in Alabama. Basically, <laughs> most of my dad's family either lives there so or you is know from for there. Sure, I, I know all <laughs> that. That uh, <laughs> that blood's running through my veins too, sir. Um, <laughs> so the four best Simpsons characters not named Simpson. So um, I thought a lot about this question, as oh, wow. you can imagine, and um, I wanted to see if you. I thought it would be kind of fun to see if you could guess my choices. Okay. Um, and, and I'll give you a hint. Two of my choices are related. Ralphie and Chief Wiggum. That is absolutely correct. Yes. Ralphie and Chief Wiggum. Um, I'm also going to say uh, Mo. Mo is up there for sure. Um, and also um, uh, Troy McClure. Troy McClure is, is is a very good answer. Did I hit any of the four? Uh, you got the Wiggums correct. Okay, okay, um, okay, good. You got Millhouse. Mo, Mo is up there. My other one, uh, right voice actor, wrong character. I went with Lionel Hutz. <laughs> oh. oh, Lionel Hutz. Oh, gosh. Lionel Hutz, attorney at law. Um, <laughs> one of the great just... <laughs> If we weren't if we weren't counting Simpsons, my other one would have been Grandpa, but he's technically a Simpson. So he is, yeah, he is Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, a, but I, I love Grandpa. I'd be dead in the cold ground before I recognize Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what about you, Thomas? What are your four your four? Well, you said the Wiggums. No, you had the Wiggums. You had uh, Mo the bartender. And, oh, uh, Mo was the third. Okay, so I got three out of four. You got three out of four. Okay, okay. I did not put as much thought into it, but now that I think of more people, I get a little um I get a little it's hard to make this decision. Let's just put it that way. It's hard to make this oh, decision. For sure. I'm gonna put uh groundskeeper Willie up there. Ooh, that's a good one. Because now while he might not have as many lines as say other side characters, he's still pretty funny. He's still real anytime he says oh, he something, is. it's pretty funny. Oh, absolutely. I, I thought about like Otto and Barney, but they're kind of like this. They're a similar character. They're pretty one, one trick ponies. So I wouldn't really put them up there. Um, I like Dr. Nick. I like the absurdity of Dr. Nick. I'll, I'll put Hi, him everybody. in my tough. Hi, Dr. Nick. Uh, I'm also going to put Smithers up there Ooh. because the whole like, he's he's uh, he's the assistant right he's unsure of himself he's also got you know his own secrets and stuff like that and he's uh, he's secretly in love with mr burns it's just uh, at the outside of the first season in those for in those good seasons smithers really gets oh yeah into a good stride of uh of character arc i would say and then the fourth one i'm gonna say is duff man oh yeah I, I only remember the one where he gets the sticker caught on his face, where the sticker says, Duffman can't breathe. Oh, no. That's the old, that, that line just, it's one of my favorite Simpsons lines. So, Duffman, you're in my top four. Um, a few honorable <laughs> mentions for me were uh, definitely Seymour Skinner. So, yeah, I was especially when, Skinner was on the back. He he was one of those ones I was Especially about. when he starts, especially when he'll have like a random Vietnam flashback. <laughs> And whenever or, his mom is talking to him, 
and he just totally gets like rail he just totally gets like destroyed by his mom by the superintendent chalmers it's just he's a poor guy um you mentioned millhouse i think millhouse is a, is a favorite yeah millhouse um, yeah i was thinking he's like too close he's like simpsons adjacent maybe that's why yeah. i didn't think about him and then ned what about ned ned flanders is great he went uh, from the christian like nice christian neighbor to just this like totally like chiseled <laughs> like they turned him into so different than what he was kind of the same but you know killing off his wife and stuff Gosh. um hans mole man was another one who i uh <laughs> he's one who's not on there near as often but when he's on he's he's kind of like like you said groundskeeper willie like he doesn't have as many memorable moments but he has, a, he has a few of those moments that just completely steal an episode yeah oh so, those are good i need to watch those good seasons again <clears throat> that is absolutely something you need to do the most satisfying movie you've ever seen this also from frank like satisfying movie that really we could go a lot of different directions with that one of which would be very inappropriate we're not going to go down that (laughs) i i I probably would not have a good answer for that because i'm not uh too well versed in, in that side of satisfying movies um satisfying like like cinema movies like that um i would say like the first time i saw like kill bill i know quentin tarantino is kind of a a d but that movie was i like the like how he how he made it like his direction and the the visuals of it that was a, a visually satisfying movie yeah i would say for me um the direction i'll go is uh lord of the rings like Mm. pick one you know because i i read the books in like middle school before the movies came out i i was obsessed with the book like the book just completely blew my mind Mm -hmm. and then part of me you know you worry like is the movie going to be good are they going to do it justice yeah and then they come out and just completely nail it like those movies are perfect to me so it's like to me that was so satisfying to see like a book that meant so much to me personally like yeah get such great direction and visual effects and acting and writing and Mm -hmm. i would say that was incredibly satisfying for me awesome i'm not gonna try i'm not taking anyone down yourselves i didn't read the books i think i saw the movies in high school which i'm old i i fell asleep in the first two in the theater i felt i didn't fall asleep in return of the king i fell asleep in two tower i woke up like right you know when gandalf's coming over the mountain and like we're before that battle the main one in the movie starts like i i woke up before helm's deep but everything leading up to it i was like like trying to stay awake and stuff like and that's just i didn't i probably didn't get a lot of sleep in high school but um i fell asleep I also fell asleep in the Italian job with Mark Wahlberg, noted car dealer, Mark Wahlberg. I also fell asleep in that in the theater. So maybe I just had a a pension for falling asleep in dark movie theaters. Could be. Um, Our good buddy, uh, Jurgen Glog, Pete Gillette, asks Mm. us, best vehicle for French toast? He's going with banana bread. Second place is Holla. Holla. Holla back. I ain't no Holla back, girl. 
Um, I, I've never had French toast outside of the plane, just like bread. I had a pretty, you know, lower middle class French toast. Just grab a piece of whatever the cheapest white bread was at the grocery store. Um, that's the only French toast I've had. I've never gone the, the, the bougier route. I know, I know that, uh, Mr. Glog has much more refined palate than I do. So I'm not going to be able to contend at his level of French toast experience. So I'm, I'm going to, I would really struggle to disagree with either of the choices he made. Like I've had both. I've had banana bread, French toast. Alyssa mm-hmm. makes incredible banana bread that we have turned into French toast oh. and yeah. Holla bread. I mean, it's delicious bread on its own. And then, yeah, you make it into French toast. It's, mm. I mean, French got something right. <laughs> Getting that uh, existentialism, <laughs> uh, the French kiss, crepe, those, those little pancakes. Just say you like the little pancakes, man. That's... Uh, speaking of Will Ferrell, uh, Mike's <laughs> Mike Sletson, Mike Hudson sucks. Has the movie Old School gotten better or worse over the years? I would say it holds up. I would say it's at the same. It's still a really good movie. I think it's really funny. It's stupid. You have to go into it knowing it's a stupid, funny movie. But yeah. yeah. And um, this is like the, the peak of Vince Vaughn before we all realized, wait, he's the same person in every single movie that he makes. That he's and in. we'll have Will Ferrell and Luke. I mean, yeah, it's it's classic. Like, and Luke, my- Will kind of took a back seat in this movie. Like he's almost like a side character but every time he's in the movie anytime he's in a scene he just steals the he whole steals thing. it yeah yeah going streaking. <laughs> we're, at the, we're going to we're going out uh where does he go we're going to bed bath and beyond don't know if we'll have enough time <laughs> where he's talking to the college kids about his upcoming weekend before he just oh. gets totally trashed or he's talking to a, a guy that was also in every other movie during that time uh sean william scott Oh my god! Where he gets like, shot and then shot in the neck with the tranquil- the, tranquil- with the tranquilizer. You're, you're crazy! You're crazy, man. I like you, but you're crazy. Uh, yeah, Sean William Scott was in every high school college movie at that time. Yeah, he sure different. was. Yeah. Um, so I also haven't seen it in a really long time, so I don't know how well it's aged. I probably haven't seen it in ten years. It's probably I- a horrible movie in terms of like um depictions of women depictions yeah. of people of color yeah it's probably those parts have probably haven't aged well i don't think the i think it's a very white movie i don't think it's I, I, and i say that i'm not saying that white movies don't do that but i don't think that it has a lot in terms of diversity let's just put it that way um like but the, the first the, one Masat, yeah. like the, definitely that's going to be an issue but i don't think there's any like racism in it or at least outright like direct like it doesn't i don't remember anything like that in that movie maybe the uncut i don't know the uncut version those movies yeah the there's a lot of stuff from that time period that probably should never be seen again but i don't think old school was one that maybe um i don't know i don't think it pushed the envelope that way at least i hope not all right um matt morris at matt morris 220 has a couple of food-related questions here. I'm a sucker for a good food-related question. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, shepherd's pie or chicken pot pie? Shepherd's pie. Yeah, all day. 
Um, I like a homemade chicken pot pie, mm. but I've rarely had those. And most of this, most of my life, if I've eaten a chicken pot pie, it was like the uh, frozen like banquet. I grew up on those. I've never had a homemade chicken pot pie. I grew up on those. Put a little tea in there for Thomas on top of it. Mm. Hey, well, I ate a lot of them as a kid too. Um, yeah. Also, ravioli or pierogi. You know my answer to this one. Yeah, well, I'm, my answer is going to be the same. Pierogi is undefeated. <laughs> no, well, you can't beat a pierogi all day. You How do you cannot. beat pierogi? You so, don't. Rest in peace, Sokolowski's University Inn. Oh God, you were only open every other Wednesday from two thirty-five to to six twelve. But it was uh, it was worth it. Oh, my, I'm so glad you, I was able managed, to go before it shut down. But somehow you managed to do that for 99 years. Oh, so. my God. It was so good. Ugh. Like, this isn't probably not a good thing, but presidents have eaten there. Like, people, like this was a stop that oh. local people knew and people from outside who tried to get the influence of the local people had to go to. Like, it was, and it's not like, I, I might share this on a recent episode. I don't know that we talked about it on the recent episode, but. Like when, when my dad passed away, I was 17, half my life ago, over half my life ago, he, um, members from Sokolowski came to the funeral. Like they were at the calling hours. They came in like, they're just, it was like family almost. And like, I, I didn't see them at get togethers, but just my, my grandpa took me there. I told friends about it. I told anybody about it. Like you need to go eat here because it's homemade really good like eastern european central eastern european food and my god oh that was so good progies as big as my face what i wouldn't give um all right from felix and he of course included a simpsons gif because it's felix um he asks us crispy or soft bacon um crispy you know, I'm actually a softer bacon guy. Are you talking about like a thicker slice? So if it's a thin bacon, I want it crispy. If it's thicker, I'm probably not. I'm going to go a little al dente on that one. I, I want a little chew to it still. Oh, okay. Okay. Like I don't, I'm, I mean, I'm not talking like raw. I'm not eating like raw pork, but yeah, yeah. I want it cooked, but I like like a little, little chew to it. Like, yeah, okay. Slightly crispy, but I don't want it to be like burnt. That's the problem is getting that balance of crispy and burnt because it's quick. It happens oh, it's very it's, quickly. It's like an avocado. <laughs> it goes from like it's it, horrible. Like for, a, it doesn't work for five days and then for two hours. Quick, eat it. And uh, then it's and then after that it's mush. Yep. Um brown mush. Delicious. <laughs> Some, and it's also the reason I can't afford a house. So <laughs> That's what it is. Darn avocado toast, you millennials. Well, damn it. As I navigate to the other Bryant Me questions here. This episode is brought to you by nobody. We don't have any sponsors. Ad free since 93, folks. And we're we're turning away sponsorship opportunities. Oh, Let me tell you that. Left and right. Yeah. Up, down, left, right, center. Up, up, down, down, left, right. Unlock BA, all those cheat codes. Yeah. BA start. Yeah, yeah. Um, our good buddy Frank, he asks us also. Frank's back. If you if you had to choose, this was a good question. I think this was probably the, the question. I think this is the question of the week. No, I think it's a good question. 
Um, if you had to choose, would all your farts be 100% silent but deadly or very loud but have zero smell? Uh, this is the first time I'm going to exercise my my Bluth card. The Bluth card. <laughs> I don't understand your question, and I'm not going to respond to it. I can't. I'm not going to incriminate myself. This is too hard of a question, so I will not answer it. I will absolutely go ahead and answer it. Um, I choose the silent but deadly. Um, and here's the reason. Uh, first of all, nobody hates their own brand, so it's not going to bother That's me. True. You love your own cologne. <laughs> I'm married to a woman who can't smell. See, that's a caveat. That's unfair. And if I if it's silent, I can blame it on someone else. Mm. Whereas, whereas if it's loud, it's going to be obvious who did it. The problem is the loud ones you're probably more proud of. And the deadly ones you're like, oh, well, okay. I, I hope nobody walks past that I don't want to be totally embarrassed about. Do it. Like not at, ho- at home, it's different. But if we're back in an office at one point ever, um, the silent deadly ones, those are the ones that I would fear the most. Um, yeah. Depends. But if the I'm loud just... ones, you can always be like, <clears throat> like act like you cough really loud right after it, like turn it into a cough. That's what I've done in the past. That's an insider trip uh, tip. Well, at the beginning, it's funny because at the beginning of COVID, you were actually farting to cover up your coughs. So, <laughs> hey, oh, you are correct, sir. Um, so, Soccer Noob wants to know if we are hanging out in a bunker near the Rockies with Art, with the decomposing corpse of Art Bell. No, no. Um, we can't tell I- you where our BAM headquarters is located. I would I would hang out with Art Bell if he were alive. Yeah, yeah. that man could probably tell me some fascinating stories. Oh, for sure, uh, with that radio voice too. Ooh, get you going. Yeah, I've just got a face for radio, not voice. <laughs> um, Brian Lenoy, good buddy Brian. Hey, uh, he asks us our thoughts on the early season performance of Derek Etienne Jr. He had one goal all of 2021 and he has two so far this season. Um, he's been playing super confident out of his mind. Uh, he kind of took over that rotating door. That was that left winger position. Don't hate it. Don't hate yeah. it. No, I, I don't know that I have too much more to add to that. He's been playing really well. Yeah. Um, has really solidified himself at that position. Keep it on. Keep on keeping keep on. Keep up the good work, my man. Also helps Luis Diaz because whenever Luis comes in now, he comes in after the 60th minute. These guys have been running for an hour. Uh, Luis comes in and he's like, all right, keep up. <laughs> Let's go. That's what they did against Toronto. Luis came in and just messed them all up because they he, he drew so much attention on defense because nobody could keep up with him. No defenders keeping up with him that it opened up space for – you know, shots or balls again into the penalty area. Then you have Lucas scoring line drive bangers and you got Etienne hitting in volleys. It was just a, yeah, it's a good situation so far. Luis Diaz putting him in the 13th row. He scored a goal in the first match. Okay. Give him something. All right. Give him some credit there. Oh, wait, that's right. We're back on the bandwagon, right? Yeah. This is the official Luis Diaz stand account. 
And I only say that as a co-host of Brian and me, not as somebody who writes about the team. Not as an objective journalist. No. <laughs> All right. Tanya Carmen. She asks us required parenting question. So this one's probably more for you, but I have my own take on this. Okay. Why do kids say they don't want something to drink, but the minute you have something, they want it? Because children are there just to test your wills, test your, um, test everything about you. There are days where, like, we are counting down until our youngest goes to bed. Like seven o'clock every every night is just the 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 Tim Robbins moment, crawling through the sludge, crawling through the pipe, and then it's once you close the door. Once you put them in bed, you close the door, just fall to your knees, put your hands out in the rain. It's just raining on you. And it's uh, just a refreshing rain. What was the name of the place they go to? Say Wantaneo. Just then you're just working on a boat on the beaches of Mexico. Mm, have mercy. That's why, because kids, um, I love my kids. But in the grand scheme of things, if you look at kids in the world of productivity, which is what we do in the United States, they're useless. Useless. Um, but I love my I, kids very much, and they're growing up to be great people. Because they have great parents. They're, they have a they have a good template of what not to do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Hey, sometimes they need that too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that I'm married to someone that also does this. I don't think it's just a kid thing. <laughs> I'm not hungry. Okay. Oh, well, can I have some of your fries? <laughs> oh, I'm going to get some fries. Do you want, you know, we go to McDonald's or something, right? And say, oh, I'm going to get some fries. Do you want some? No, I'm good. Ends up eating half my fries. It's like, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. see you over there. Some. Just so now what I've started doing is if I get fries, I just go to work too. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're gonna want some of these fries. So I got you your own. I've learned. All right. And then I think our final question of the evening, this coming from last week's star guest who I really think had a star making performance. I think mm-hmm. really this was like his uh you know, his huge Bryant and me moment. Um yeah. I think really really came into his own. Uh, in that episode last week, I'm of course speaking of Robbie Rogers. Uh, Robbie asks, you have to pick one WNBA player to be on your team for two on two. Who are you picking and why? I, I mentioned her name earlier, not in positive context, just with what's going I, I on. I think we have, might have the same one then. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking just skill. Um, hopefully everything, it works out. Hopefully, Brittany Griner, who's currently held in Russia, and pretty much now it's turning into a political thing. Um, oh, yeah. She is in Russia in jail because of hair oil that she had that it sounded like yeah. it had like CBD in it or something. It was some CBD hair oil, and she was detained in jail. They just extended her jail time for two months as she goes to court for up to 10 years in, in, jail, in prison for for hair oil it's just a complete and this is somebody who's played in russia for years years before this because if you don't follow the WNBA, they don't get paid as much as their as their nba uh 
cohorts gasp i know but most of the big players the the best players will go to europe and play she's played in russia for years so this isn't like oh why did you go to russia then this is regular for these players to go overseas and play like players that go against each other in the WNBA will play on the same teams in europe um and so this is definitely just a a political play um it, it came out three weeks after whenever the war had started and it's a horrifying situation. Like I, I think about it a lot. Anytime I see anything about like basketball on the timeline and I see a lot about her understandably it's, it's frightening. And and she since when I was in high school, just about to graduate, she was in college. I think she might be like a year Older she than me, or you're, something like that. Forced to be reckoned with at Baylor. Force of nature. She was, yeah, destroying everybody, um, and she still kind of does that. Whenever she's on, she's on, and um, it, it, just purely playing on the court, two on two game. There's, who else would you want? She takes the attention away. You can't have one person guard her. You need two people to guard her, so that opens up me to miss mid-range shots but she can also go in there and get um easy layups easy buckets i was trying to think of the player i could think of who could do the most by themselves yeah that's a good way to put it yeah (laughs) because i'm i'm literally used like i'm useless i'm less Mm -hmm. i'm I'm not only useless i'm a i'm an active hindrance This is this is point seven five on two. I've taken right. one away and a little bit from what they have to. Um, this is this is tough, but yeah, I figured she has like the best combination of offense and defense that I because I mean she's a she's a former defensive player of the year yeah. you know, in the in the WNBA. Like she's an incredible defensive player, incredible offensive player. Mm. There's really not a ton of holes in her game, so. No. Um, yeah, she she was the first name that popped into my head as well. Because yeah. just again, who could do I think the most by themselves, and I think she was the <laughs> first yeah, name that came into my head. I'm giving that question to Robbie as the Frank Barber Memorial Question of the Evening, brought to you by Imodium. We can't give we can't give Frank the award. We clarified that the first time we had this award, that is Frank true. will never get it. <laughs> You almost gave, that's why I stopped you. Cause Frank doesn't get the award. Even on the 101 question episode, we're not giving it to Frank. We'll bring in one outside question just so we can give it the, <laughs> the, uh, I've been bamboozled. I've been hoodwinked. Yeah. Well, now he's going to listen and be onto our scam. So we'll have to uh, come up with another way to do that. Um, anyway, that Shown was all too play. many of my cards. <laughs> That was uh that was uh all the questions that we had, guys. You really brought the really brought the fire this week, really brought some good, strong questions. We mm-hmm. always, always appreciate that. Yeah. And you can supply us with more questions anytime you'd like. We're at Bryant and me on both Twitter and Instagram. Do most of our stuff on uh, Twitter, but we, we do post some things on the on the gram now and then. So mm-hmm. feel free to uh to jump on there as always. Um Please share the podcast with your friends, your family, your neighbors, coworkers, anybody like that that you want to. We always do appreciate that as well. Uh, follow Thomas and all the great stuff he's doing. You can find him also on Twitter 
at one Thomas Costello. He's writing currently for Lent Grand Holy Land as the mm. Ohio State women are taking on the are moving on in the March Madness tournament. They are of course going to well, they're going to lose to uh, oh. Florida to Florida State, snap, uh, snap. who will then turn around and, and upset uh, the LSU fighting Kim Mulkey's. By um, God. My God, is that Mulkey's music? Is that Sue? Is that Coach Sue Semerau's music? <laughs> oh, it's gonna be inter- It's gonna be interesting. Um, yeah, uh, they're the playing game started 32 minutes ago. I don't know what the score is. I haven't looked, but um, yeah, we're we're getting off here soon, so we can so we can watch the end of that one. Go and watch, absolutely. So please be out there, be on the looks for the stuff that Thomas is putting out there as well. Please uh, go and share the share the pod. Give us a like. Do a uh, do us the five star review. You can write whatever the hell you want as long as you give us a five star review. The, the the more savage, the better. Really, we're we're yeah. gluttons for punishment. Yeah. Um, and as always, please take care of yourselves. Please take care of your mental health. It's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, please see what you can do to help uh, other people in your community right now. There's a lot of people that are struggling. Um, so please, uh, you know. Please see what you can do out there. We stand in solidarity, like we mentioned, with the people of Ukraine as they're uh, being attacked. And as all, and we will continue to say, please free Brittany Griner. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Tough situation. Thank you, everybody, for for listening. And um, adios. We love you. Mm. Take care of yourselves. <laughs>